What's up? What's up? Oh my goodness. What's today? Tuesday. I think it's Tuesday. Today is Tuesday. Isn't it weird that every day feels like the same? Is it Tuesday? I think it is. Yeah, it is Tuesday. It is Tuesday. Okay. It is Tuesday. Um, thank you so much for all the love on the podcast. I really appreciate it, man. You guys are coming through. You guys are sharing it. it means a lot. Uh, I love the thumbs up. I love the hearts, the thumbs up, all that good stuff. It means a lot. Uh, just a reminder, my schedule is packed with stand-up dates. If you want to check me out in action in two weeks, West Palm Beach, I'll be in St. Louis. I'll be in Dallas. I'll be in Washington, D.C. What's up, Edward Lopez? I went to high school with Edward Lopez. He's just checking in right now. This is what I like to do at the beginning of the podcast. If you got any questions to ask me, just hit them up on the comment section. I'll answer it. I'll be talking to a comedian, Eric Rivera. We tr finally made it work. Edward Lopez checking in, saying, what's up? How you doing, bro? Hope all is well in Houston, Texas. It's weird. I've been watching the news. Houston, last election, Houston went Democratic. I'm talking about Houston, Texas. I'm not actually talking about Texas. So not all you Texas people that are Republicans, get your panties in a wide. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Texas is red. I'm talking about Houston, Texas, the part I grew up in, uh, leans Democratic. And I heard Texas, you know, it goes back and forth. I don't know who's going to win it. But, man, I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see. All right, Marvin Smith. What's up, Marvin Smith? Morning, yo. From the Bowen Fat. Oh, what's up? You making our planes, man. I appreciate you, man. Blue collar worker making our planes. That's what's up, Marvin Smith. Tell everybody at the Bowen Factory, much love from me because I fly you guys all the time. I know y'all kind of messed up, but y'all trying to make it right now. <laughs> Tony, Tony Yang from Wisconsin. What's up, Tony Yang? I'm supposed to, they got a comedy club in Wisconsin called Comedy on Sixth. I believe it is. Tell me if I'm wrong, Yang. But what's cool about it is two sisters run it. And man, their club is fire. It is so dope. It is so dope. Um, hopefully I can go back to Wisconsin soon. Your football team is playing a big game against Nebraska this weekend. I know that. Lamar Parker, he checks in all the time. What's up, man? Uh, I'm coming for you for being an example for Oliver. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yesterday was crazy. I don't know if you missed yesterday's podcast. You can check it out on all platforms that stream podcast but most people check it out on apple podcast or always i do it live on my facebook and i also do it on uh, youtube at the same time so you always can hit me up with comments if you want to say something if you got questions but i talked about toys guns at parks i talked about toy guns at parks and man i tell you the response kind of blew me away it really did kind of blow me away i i got every kind of response you could think a person would get. And when, once Eric Rivera, the comedian comes on, we'll talk about it because I mean, just, if you haven't seen, follow me on Instagram at Michael. Yo, follow me on Instagram. And then honestly read the comments. I, I stopped, you know, Joe Rogan taught me a long time ago. Don't even read the comments, but if you do don't reply because these people are just looking to fight. Most people that say something negative on your feet, they're just looking for that action to go back and forth. 
you know, they want to fight with you. So I try to stay away from it as much as possible. So that's what I try to do. But I mean, it will blow your mind. But what I also found out on my Instagram feed, if I really don't have to say it, because a lot of people that follow me, they will say exactly what I'm thinking. So it's no sense, you know, because what I like about it, it's open dialogue. So you have people that support me. We'll, we'll talk to these people that say some crazy stuff on my feed, but then the crazy stuff, people that support that crazy person or not crazy, just a different, I don't want, I don't want to use the word crazy, uh, that support a different side of the story. will defend that person. So then at least on Instagram, there's no violence. <laughs> people are talking it out, sharing their views. And that's what I kind of like. That's what I kind of like. Oh yeah. Tony Yang. Yeah, it's not called Comedy on Six. It's called Comedy on State in Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah, man. I love that club. I love that club a lot. I'm waiting for Eric Rivera to pop on. We're going to talk about this. Let me hit him up. I like the voice message in my... Hey, Eric, where are you? We waiting for you. We waiting for you, Eric Rivera. I'm talking to my phone like that. Uh-oh, he just got that part too. I, I am a person that will send voice text all the time. Yeah, I don't even type anymore. My fingers were starting to hurt. Anybody else get those, like your thumbs start cramping up? I tell you, man, 200 years from now, our kids, well, we won't be around, but they're going to have huge ass thumbs. Their thumbs are going to be like the size of this right here. That's going to be their thumbs like this. Literally, their thumbs are going to be like this. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> That's going to be their thumbs because they're just typing. That's their thumbs right here. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Because you know the body adapts to what it does, and man. But then Elon Musk, I was listening to Joe Rogan, he said we're going to have chips in our heads. I don't know, man. I wouldn't be down with that. I don't want nothing in my head. That's not real. But that's just me. Arthritis in the thumbs. Yeah, I got arthritis in the thumbs. I don't know what's going on with that. Arthritis in the thumbs. So... I want to talk about it. Some of the comments I got, and I want you guys to jump in because I, like I said yesterday, before I give my point of view again on this and tell you about the responses I got, I want to, I really want to interview someone that stands on the other side that thinks it's okay. I want to, I want somebody to really come on my podcast and I'm talking to anybody, share this to come on on my podcast and explain to me why it's okay for kids that are under five years old, the park was for kids two to five years old, to have a toy gun that looks like an automatic weapon, pointed at my son, go bang, 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 you're dead. And the father does nothing. I really, look, I have an open mind. I have an open mind. I really wanna know how that's okay to some parents and how I know it's okay to some parents. Cause if you read my feed, it says it's okay. They say it's okay. I want to know the, the biggest thing I got on my feed from a lot of people were, didn't you play cops and robbers? Didn't you play cops and robbers? How about cowboys and Indians? You didn't play cowboys and Indians personally. No, I didn't. I, I never played games like that. But then again, I was a different kid. I didn't play with GI Joe. I didn't play with none of it. I thought toys were silly. That's me. Now, my kid loves toys, but I, I didn't play with little, little G.I. Joe's, little action figures. I didn't do that. That wasn't 
that wasn't me. I was, I love sports. So I was always kicking the ball or doing something like that. But to defend it by saying, you didn't play cops and robbers. You didn't play Cowboys and Indians. I think it's absurd. Times have changed. Have we not watched the news? Should we really be playing cops and robbers anymore and people shooting people? Kids. We're talking about kids. Kids. And to say that we haven't evolved and got smarter about things. Look, if you want to say, oh, we should do the same things we did as kids, let's talk about language. We use certain words for certain demographics of people that we shouldn't use and we don't use it anymore because it's not socially acceptable. And for people, for people to argue with me and say, well, if we did it as a kid, they should be able to do it. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. You know how much dumb stuff we had? Let me tell you something. <laughs> Smoking when I was young was okay. <laughs> it didn't kill you. Not until the 1980s, a study came out that said smoking was bad for you. So, so should we say, hey, well, our parents smoked when they were, we should smoke too. I mean, come on. We're talking about evolution. We're talking about evolving. All right. And for all these people to say, we did it when we were kids. Why can't you do it? Oh my goodness. Cops and robbers. Tamir Rice. Can we talk about that? Toy gun at a park. Black kid got shot by a cop because he had a toy gun. And this kid has a toy gun pointing it at my son going bang, 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 you're dead. And people to defend that and not have an open mind to say, Hey, maybe that is bad, but just their biggest defense was, Oh, well, we did it as a kid. So they should be able to do it too. That's their defense. That's their defense. We did it as a kid, so they should be able to do it too. Yo, man, jumping into my stream right now. I love him. What's up, Eric Rivera? What's going on, man? I can't hear you, bro. Oh, is your are you muted? Is your oh. mic? Come on, Eric. There we go. Am I on? I can't hear you, bro. Hold on. Hold on. There you are. You, are. you I can't you. hear me. I can now. Yeah. Yeah. How are you? Hold on, now the Bluetooth kicked in. Now can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, there we go. I didn't come right in because I figured you do the morning thing with your fans and stuff, and then all of a sudden I'm getting texts from you going, where are you? I was like, oh, okay, let me run up there. Oh, no, no, I started on. early. I started early. Um, okay, all right. Yeah. You like my picture of Dave Chappelle in the background here? I do. Look at you, man. You, had, you got your own little studio set up again. Anywhere you go. Hey, you know, I travel with a studio. You have to. You have to. So <laughs> I want to jump right into it, Eric Rivera, because uh, you're a funny comedian. You have two kids. You have two daughters, a son and a daughter. Two What's boys. Your two boys, two boy. man. Four and eight. So I'm looking for a person to, I, I don't know if you heard the story, but I was at a playground a couple days ago. Mm -hmm. A kid had a toy semi-automatic gun, pointed at, oh. at my son, goes bang, 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 you're dead. Uh -huh. And like pointed at him, go bang, 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 you're dead. And the father didn't do anything. I got mad. I just grabbed my son and we left. And the problem about that too, my kid is like, well, why can't I play? Why can't I get one of those? He doesn't right. know what it's called because we don't talk about it in front of him. But he goes, right. I want one of those. So I put it on Instagram, the clip. And of course... You got people that defended me, and then you have totally opposite opinions going, hey, we did it when we were kids. They should be able to do it too, which I think is dumb 
I, I hate to say dumb, which I think doesn't make sense because we got to evolve as people. When I was young, smoking was okay. It didn't kill yeah. you. When I was young, they called a certain group uh, a certain name that started with an F that's not now so socially acceptable. Yeah. Like we got to evolve. What's your take on that? Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm with you. You got to evolve because if you, you know, I hate to I hate to be, sound like old guys back in our day. <laughs> exactly. Back in our day. <clears throat> uh, no, but I'm saying like, yeah, the car seats weren't as safe. You could smoke in front of kids. I remember my my mother would smoke cigarettes in front of us. You know, <laughs> I, I like. Do you do this now? Like when you watch stuff that you were like, oh, I watched this as a kid. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure my kid could watch it. And you start watching, it, you're like, oh my god, why were they letting me? Why? Like, dude, I saw I saw Raw and Delirious. When I was like 11, like I should not have been, what, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm sure it's molded who I am today, but I shouldn't have been watching that. Oh, it was like Eddie Murphy, no comic could get away with that set today. You know, and I don't believe in the cancel culture and I don't believe you, you believe in that either. But the things he said in that special, you can never yeah. say today, but <laughs> at that time it was acceptable. And this was yeah. 85. So don't give me, cause I play with toy guns. And yeah. we play cops and robbers and cowboys and Indians. Let me tell you, cops and robbers is a bad game now because there's yeah. there's black people, there's white people getting shot, innocent people mm -hmm. getting shot by cops. Why don't we stop playing that game? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I, uh, in our house, we don't, the kids don't have guns. We don't talk about shooting. We don't, I don't, I don't condone it. I don't, I don't want it in the house. It's just yeah. the way. The way I, I, I believe I should raise my kids. And don't get me wrong, I'm sure there's people out there like, oh, Second Amendment. I'm like, I, I just well, don't want my kids around it. Well, let me tell you, I do own a gun. I'm a gun owner. Uh, I keep it for protection at the house. Mm -hmm. But I also believe, like, when my son gets older, it's responsible, if I want to do it, to teach him how to use a gun responsibly. Right. And I'm not talking about, like, five, four. I'm talking about when he's 15, 14, you know, if he wants to go hunting, he can do that. I, I, I don't disagree with any of that. You can do mm -hmm. that if you want to, but it needs to right. be responsible. And for a kid to be on a playground pointing a gun at somebody is just not responsible at all. Oh, no. But I, but I think with the toy, you're kind of blurring that line. Like, I like what you're saying. Like, I'm going to responsibly show my kid. Like, I, I dated a girl who this was years back where her father was a gun owner. And he actually took me to a shooting range and he taught me. All right, this is how this gun works. This is how this gun works, and he always had everything under lock and key. And he and he instilled that in his family. Like you know, we have to respect these things because they can't take your life. Now, when you bring in a toy, exactly like that, kids like bang bang. To him, it's a it's a game. And then that's why you get these kids who like find the guns, and they're like, oh, it's just it's like the other things I, I've been playing with, not realizing that responsibility behind it, not realizing the what what could happen if you point that thing and bang bang, yeah. you're dead. Now, you, yeah, you really killed somebody. A lot of people are chiming in. Eugene Johnson Jr., unfortunately, I took my Nerf. Oh, I think we just went. Oh, we're back on. Uh, Do you see uh, me now? Yeah, I see you now. Uh, yeah, see, that's scary, dude. Like, you know, when you're a person of color. And you're scared that somebody's gonna call the cops on you because you got a toy gun. Yeah, that's terrifying. It is right. It's so terrifying, man. Yeah, because you and we see it in the news, like, oh, the dude had something in his hand. It was, like, it was his wallet. No, the knobs like don't even have anything that remotely looks like a gun. 
Well, well, it's a guy named Tamir Rice. He was a yeah. kid, a black kid that was playing in a park, 12 years old with a toy gun. The He got a phone call. The cops got a phone call from a guy that said he was pointing the toy gun at people, called the police, and the cops that went there, the guy on the phone said, hey, I think the gun is fake. But that never mm -hmm. got to the cops. Yeah. So they shot this kid with a toy gun. So I, I just don't understand it. And I hate surrounding myself with people that have the same opinion. That's why I'm begging someone. Like, mm -hmm. I hope somebody email, emails me at michaelyo at vip at gmail.com because I really want to talk to somebody that will defend this. Like, well, I really I'll do. What, I'll tell you what, you're a better person than I am because you just took your kid, you removed them from the situation and left. I like to do the thing where I verbally, out loud, start telling my kid what's wrong with the situation and shaming the other parent. Like, hey, buddy, let's get away from here because apparently this kid's parents haven't taught him that pointing weapons at other. That's what I do. My wife always gets embarrassed. Like, what are you doing? You're going to start fights. I'm like, no, no, no. I need everybody to know what's happening right now. Yeah, but there's a problem with that. <laughs> this kid is pointing guns at people. What do you think his father is all about? Like, I'm not trying to get shot. You know what I mean? Because because here's the problem is people can shoot anybody today and say, oh, I was defending myself. Uh -huh. You know, and, I, and, I, and I'm not about to lose my life about a toy gun at a party. I'll just remove myself from the situation right. because I've seen it way too many times. We're like, well, he confronted me. So I thought he was going to do bodily harm to me, harm to me. And I was scared. No, yeah. no, no. I'm not going to even give you that chance yeah you know so what, I, so what did you have a conversation with your, your your little guy about what that was or that situation no and there's a reason why i didn't because i didn't want him to know what that kid was holding mm -hmm. you know okay. i said what he did was wrong what he did was wrong pointing that i said pointing that thing at you was wrong and he shouldn't have done it that's why we left the park Right. And he cried because he wanted to play with that thing, that gun. Mm -hmm. But then I gave him a fruit snack and he was all better. It's it's so funny how quick, <laughs> <laughs> how easy a fruit snack fi fixes things. I think maybe that's what this country needs. Michael, we need fruit snacks for everybody. That, everybody's so angry. Just get everybody get fruit snacks. Like, I'm you know telling what? you, if I was president, I would mail every person in the United States fruit snacks. Fruit snacks. <laughs> Because that would fix the problem. That would fix the problem. Fruit snacks for everybody. Yeah. That'd be that would be my slogan. Michael Yo, President 2020, fruit snacks for everyone. Yeah, fruit snacks for everyone. Because <laughs> <laughs> a kid can go from crying to like forgetting about yeah. everything with a fruit snack. It's crazy, man. Fruit snacks, fruit tape, anything fruity. Just oh, oh thanks. <laughs> Done. Palm except top. <laughs> except real fruit. They don't like yeah. the real fruit. Yeah, no. <laughs> they hate the real fruit. I tell you. Uh, uh, so has anything crazy happened to you with some parent doing something that, because you said you like to shame other parents by talking out loud. What is one thing that pops into your head that well, stands I, out? I've had, I've had with kids like, you know, uh, you know, my, I, the pre pandemic, like we'd go to the park and we'd bring toys and I'm under the, the belief that if you bring toys, everyone's going to play with the toys. You can't just, oh, these are just for us. So I've always been like, all right, you know, boom, we're going to bring all the sand toys. And same with other kids. I've seen it done. And I've seen those kids where it's like they come in and they just start grabbing stuff and like, 
like hoarding their own thing. And I'm like, I'm like, no, no, you need to teach your kid how to share. So then I'll start doing the thing. I'm like, hey, buddy, we're not gonna play with this kid because apparently no one taught him how to share. No one taught him <laughs> how to play with other kids. And you could see the parent getting annoyed that I'm doing, but I'm like, you have to sort of let not only for your kid like realize like, hey, man, there's gonna be some some asshole kids out there, yeah. but also letting the parent know like, you, you gotta be better about this because this is not good. I guess it really depends on where you live. Like LA, you can get away with that. Like I wouldn't do that in Texas. Oh no, I wouldn't no, no. do that in Nevada. <laughs> I wouldn't do that anywhere where there's open carry laws. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't do it anywhere with open carry laws because I don't know, man. Like I used to be about that life, calling other yeah. parents out, and now I've yeah. gotten to the point where just so much division because of the president is oh, yeah. dividing people. It's like, yo, let's let yeah. this dude get out of the house and people will catch a breath, get their right. minds right. Let's be normal again. And then we, I'll start confronting parents again. Oh yeah. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm with it. I don't want everybody out there thinking I'm like this, this tough guy. I am not. I know. Trust me. He is not. He is not a tough guy at all. My wife, my wife has seen me at shows and she goes, Hey, how come you didn't talk to that guy in the front row? And I'm like, Oh, cause he, he's a big guy. And then like, she's like, how can you tell sitting down? I'm like, look, I'm a short guy. I can tell height when someone is seated. I love, that your, I love that your wife is trying to throw you in the harm's way. I love that. Like, that's what wives do. Well, why didn't you take care of that? Well, because yeah. he's six, eight, 300 pounds. Oh, yeah. well, you're like five, two. Yeah. <laughs> why didn't you say something? Uh, Cause the guy's arm was as big as my leg. <laughs> you should look at her and go, why didn't you say something to him then? Yeah. yeah. You should, so, yeah. You should have spoke up. Come on. So how are you guys dealing with the pandemic with two kids? Uh, we're doing all right. We actually just relocated. So I'm on the East Coast right now. Uh, and I, New I, York. I texted, I'm in Maryland. I had texted oh, nice. you because, um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking to see who's coming through here. And I'm like, you know, because I, I feel like comics, we miss that that bonding, that we miss that whole, like, hanging out and seeing one another. But, uh, yeah, we, we relocated because, you know, we were out in L.A. We were all by ourselves. You know, her, my wife's family is in Maryland. My wife and my family is up in New York. And, you know, it's gotten, we felt like we were, like the walls were closing in on us in LA. Yeah. It's hard for my wife. She's working remote, but like there was a separation of work and home. And now that's all blended. And same thing with the kids, it's like school and home and it's all blending. So we, as a family sat down, like, why not go back East? We can see our families try to beat that, you know, the flu season and, during the holidays, like that's going to be lonely as hell, just being yeah. at home cooking a, a big ass turkey for us four. So we're <laughs> like, Let's just go back east and see the family. So that's where we're at now. We're going to be out here for a couple months because I don't see I don't see an end in sight for this thing. No, I I say middle of next year to the end of next year, it'll be over. But it, it's true. Everybody's leaving California because you know me and my family we're out for a little bit too. And as soon as I drove out of LA, I was like. It, a heaviness just comes off of you. I don't know what it is about LA yeah. and it's just way too expensive. First of all, yeah. and you can get better property other places, but it's more mm -hmm. about you're always in your wife. Uh, I know the industry she's in, it's just a heaviness of always being there, feeling like you have to do that job in entertainment right. that you do. But when, when I, when I came to Vegas with my wife, cause her family lives out of here, we're renting a place out here for a little bit next to her parents. So it's kind of like, oh, this is easy. This oh, is yeah. easy. There's no pressure, no traffic, no nothing. 
And this is what I've been waiting for for a long yeah. time. You know what I mean? It's also it's also like with you and me, because the you know we've always been in the last couple of years with that hustle and go mentality. And then you're just sitting in LA, nothing's going. So you're like you're like a dude in a prison cell just doing push-ups. Like one <laughs> yeah. day, one day I'm getting out of here. It it starts weighing on you. So like it, it does feel nice to leave LA and just be like, oh wow, this is what wow, this is what real life was like, huh? This is nice. Yeah, I finally got my little office here. Uh, it's in a um, they have a like a clubhouse in this subdivision we live in, and um, they let me just rent out a room because they're the only place in this whole subdivision with decent internet. And I know it's moving slow. Like my side is dragging a little bit right now. I don't know what happened with that, but it has the fastest internet in the community. Let me tell you how far out this community is, is the fastest internet they get here is 40, I forgot what is it, MPS or whatever, 40. Mm -hmm. The okay. upload speed is 1.5. Now in LA, I had 500. Yeah. <laughs> this is 40. Like literally, if I'm at home, watching because I, I love youtube tv if i'm at home watching youtube tv and i turn on my computer everything stops like that, uh, <laughs> that's how slow the internet is it's horrible man it's horrible dude, and we uh where we're at now so uh we're renting this townhouse and they actually have real tv back back in la we didn't have real tv we had you know netflix amazon yeah. hulu it my kids for the first time saw commercials blew their minds <laughs> My littlest one, he's four. He was watching Paw Patrol, and then all of a sudden it cut to a commercial, and he was like, Dad, Daddy, what's this? And I was like, oh, it's a commercial. <laughs> he goes, put Paw Patrol back on. And I was like, yeah, nah, man, that's not how that works. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, those are commercials. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. How old are your kids? Uh, eight and four. Okay. So, so your eight-year-old really knows what they're missing by not going to school and stuff like that. See, I think I got lucky where my kids are three and ten months. Mm -hmm. So they've never really been to school a lot. So yeah. I think they're kind of missing. They're not knowing what they're missing out on where kids that are eight, it's like really screwing up their world right now, you know? Oh yeah. I, I, I do like though that we have the two and uh, I don't know if you, cause you know, how's the, the youngest one? 10 months. 10 months. Oh, well no. Cause they interact, but yeah, I feel bad for the people that only have the one kid because the socialization is the big thing oh. that these kids are missing. Like yeah. my kids at least can play with each other. And now that we're here, like he, they got cousins and, you know, we've all been tested and we're like, yeah. okay, cool. You guys can play. But like, I, I feel bad for those kids that just by themselves. I'm like, I, I feel like we're, we're going to have some weird kids coming back to school. <laughs> well, I mean, my kid is literally scared of other kids. Yeah. Like, well, we will go to the park. Cause it's outside and they'll, cause nobody's really at the parks and my wife brings all kinds of wipes and everything like that. Right. And if there's one kid that shows up, my kid is kind of scared because he forgot how to be around other kids. Yeah. And we have one family that we're really good friends with. They live in our subdivision too. They moved here from LA as well. And we go to park and it's uh, this girl named Ellie. She's the same age as my son. And then a kid that's two, her brother Dax, and they just play together. They're like a little crew. So at least he has other yeah. kids he can play with. Yeah, that's that's good. Like I actually, yeah, with because Oliver, so that's preschool, like three. Yeah, I mean, he was going to preschool for like six months, and then the pandemic happened. Yeah. yeah. So he was going, but he really he wasn't decided if he liked it or not. He was kind of right. like, yeah, I don't know if I like this. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Uh, let's yeah. see, people checking in. Chelsea Garrett, mine are eight and four as well. Look at that. 
Look at that. Eight and four. Four years to me is a, like, I'm glad we got it closer together. Yeah. Because my wife's like, you want to do it again? I was like, no, I can't. I can't go through it. Like my, because the problem is my wife won't sleep train the kids. So they wake up every, cause she's there. (laughs) And I'm like, no, we got to sleep train them. We got to sleep train these kids. So my son, when we, he's in bed with us. Cause my wife won't, it's now he's three. Now it's over. So he's going to be in bed with us. And now my daughter's crib is right by the bed. So every time she cries, my wife is right there. And I was like, yo, none of us are getting sleep. The kid is waking up every hour. We got to step up yeah. and sleep train this kid because I don't know. Yeah. yeah luckily for us, we, we, we did the sleep training early on. So both of them got their own beds. And now like back at home, they had bunk beds and, like they like being in the big boy beds, but yeah, with the with the four year old, like the thing we're having trouble with is just finding curriculum for him because preschool, yeah. man. Like, what do you like? Hey, it is blue. Like that's. Well, let me ask you: How do you put them to bed? Do they go to bed at the same time? Because what we're noticing is, if our baby goes down first, we can't put our son in the same room. So yeah. I got to hang out with him on the couch till he falls asleep because he'll wake up the baby. Right. So how'd y'all manage that? Uh... So at before it was, we put the little guy down first and then the big, uh, the the older one down later, but he was older at that point. Cause yeah, he's much older. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oliver's really three. That's, that's yeah. still young, man. That's still young. And like, it's hard to tell a three or like, Hey man, guys be quiet. Oh, yeah. your, your little sister's you, right there. My son would be like, quiet. Whoa. Paw Patrol. Yeah. Whoa. You know? <laughs> Yeah, luckily for us, our oldest at that point, you know, he was like when so once we transitioned the both into the same room, like one, so he's like five or six almost. So he kind of understood, like, hey, you gotta be quiet, you know, your brother's sleeping, and he was just very big on being a big brother. So at that point, it was it was a lot easier. Yeah, you guys are you guys are in the thick of it, man. <sighs> Tell me about it. Struggle's real, Eric. Struggle <laughs> is real. But but I love you know what? But what's crazy is you could have a terrible crappy day yeah and they could be driving you up the wall but then at the end of the day when they sit beside you lean on you and give you that smile and say i love you daddy i mean it's like okay done yeah, the four-year-old I, I always tell my wife but my four-year-old he's evil he knows he knows he'll do something bad and i'm like why'd you do that and then also he wraps his little arms around you're the best daddy ever i'm like you oh yeah. you know oh you good. And you're right. He wraps his little arms around you because you're tiny. So he must be really tiny. <laughs> That's why I don't talk back to him. He's going to be big, Mike. He's going to be tall. I don't look. I don't fight with him. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He's going to uh, be tall. Man, let me tell you something. They, this new office is part of this huge building. Mm-hmm. And the heat is on. And it's so extremely hot. I'm sweating my ass off in here and i can't stop the heat because it's part of the whole building and this is a tiny like little room and man i swear to god it's like 145 degrees in here it's so struggle's real i'm trying to make it happen happen. how you been because i've been i've been watching you you've been traveling a little bit you went to philly oh yeah you've been doing stand up i did uh god i've done i forgot where i was i did minneapolis Uh i did Minneapolis, I did Philly, I did Arizona, I mean Phoenix, I got West Palm Beach in two weeks, I got St. Louis, Dallas, and then DC. I end up in DC where me and you're gonna do a show. So um yeah, it's been great. I've like my agent was like next year, like I'm already booked if everything goes right for like 30, 40 dates. So 
because I'm booked every two weeks now during a pandemic. Yeah. And a lot of people like said, well, you almost died from Corona. Why are you going out on tour? Because honestly, it's part of me. I love it. Right. And now when I was in the hospital and almost died, they didn't know as much as they know now. Yeah. Like they're saving people's lives now. Before it was right. like, shit, yo, we'll try our best. You know, like, <laughs> like literally that's what the doctor said. Hey, we're going to try our best, you know, because yeah, they didn't know. Before yeah, there was no comment when your nurse walks in and she goes. Yeah. Like, it is. <laughs> literally the doctor came in, looked at me and goes, We'll try our best. And now I'm on stage talking about it. I go, you know what? You always want people to try their best, but you never want somebody to tell you they're trying their best. You know what I mean? You yeah. don't go to you don't go to a restaurant and say, hey man, this meal is gonna be great. They're like, hey, you know, we'll try our best. You know, like you never want people to tell you that. But uh it's um it's crazy what I went through, but we made it out and just to see people laugh. Now, remember all the shows I go to socially distanced. The last yeah, yeah. one in Philly was outside, so and I make sure nobody's like 10, 10, 15 feet away from me. So they don't even put people in the front row. Right. So like I'm yeah, away I, from everybody. I just, I just did stand up for the first time, like with a live audience this past weekend. And in I Maryland? Like, yeah. I was like, well, I forgot what this is like. How was it? It was, it was great. Like to feel the audience again. Cause like, you know, we've been, I, I've been doing stuff like online, these live streams and stuff, which is great because it keeps the muscle going. You know, you're riffing with other comics and stuff. But a live audience is like a whole different volume. Like I haven't been on stage since March, man. So yeah. I got to, you know, everything was socially distanced. There's this, uh, this venue called Sky Stage. It's this old warehouse that burnt up in a fire. So there's no roof and there's like missing walls and stuff. But they made like a cool outdoor like stage, which is, which is awesome. And uh, it was great to see people laughing again. People are dying to find entertainment to get out of their houses. And it was great. The only thing I did miss was like after the show being able to like shake people's hands and thank them for coming yeah. out, but like I ain't trying to get sick. So I was like, thank you guys, follow me on social. And so how did, <laughs> so do you know promoters out there or did you put it on yourself or what? No, it was uh, you know, I my wife's family, like I've you know, uh, every time I come out here and in the beginning, like when I first met them, like I was trying not to do stand up, but now like I, I look for shows and stuff that I can jump on. And it's they got like a little growing scene out here in, in Frederick, and uh, you know I, I find shows, and I jump on when I can. Oh, good for you! Good for yeah. you! Yeah, look at that. Well, we gotta go. Tell everybody how they can find you. Uh, you can follow me at Eric Rivera Comedy. It's right there on my uh, on my what is that a banner uh, <laughs> on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, whatever you're on. Um, hopefully I'll be in, wait this way. I'll be yeah. with you in DC in December. What do you mean? Hopefully. Oh, if, 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 well, if, if, if it happens, man, <laughs> we oh, don't yeah. know. We you know, had a pandemic. Is, yeah. Everything is always like, Hey, you want to do the show? Well, let's see. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. Yeah. So, um, DC, I believe it's December 9th, 10th, or 18th. It's something like that. So just go to michaelyo.com if you want tickets if you live in DC. Like I said, I got four other shows coming up. Hey, dude, thanks for hanging. I'm going to be hitting you up more because now that I know you're three hours ahead, this is easy for you. Yeah, man, let's do it. We talk about kids. We talk about all our parenting. We talk about pandemic. Whatever we got. We got. All right, man. <laughs> tell, your wife, tell your wife I said hi. All right, man. Take care. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for watching the pod. Listen to the pod. Remember, michaelyo.com for everything about me. Uh, I really appreciate you guys. 
Uh, I really, really appreciate all the love I'm getting on the podcast. I'm about to upload this one right now to, uh, to all the streaming platforms. So you can watch it on Facebook Live, YouTube, or any place that streams podcasts. Love you guys. See you next time. Later.